Hello, fellow kids, and welcome to episode 20 of Hello, Fellow Kids. I feel like we've been on episode 20 for the last three years. <laughs> no, we just did 18 because we made the joke about how we're grown-ups. Oh, okay. But then we're recording this out of order, so 19's going to be small spaces. That's why I'm always confused. We're always out of order, so I never, <laughs> I never know where we're at. This month, we read Pumpkin Heads by Rainbow Rowell, or Rowell. I still haven't actually watched anything I think it's say the name. opposite of how you say jk rolling rolling it's opposite okay. so it is rolling. okay uh and <laughs> and faith aaron hicks we have both read a couple of books by rainbow and like she is consistently excellent yes um and i have read friends with boys by faith aaron hicks and that was pretty solid too so this pretty is good. a this is a good combination here i Bas- thought it worked yeah basically it's about two like well, it's my favorite kind of story where it all takes place in, like, one night. Yeah. I love that trope. Some people hate it. If you hate that kind of thing, then you might not like this. Because um, it's definitely more about the journey than the destination. Because you might be sitting there thinking, okay, get there. Right. While all this yeah. other stuff keeps happening. So, But, yeah, one night. It's the it, it's the last night of two high school seniors working at the local, like, pumpkin patch slash corn maze slash go-kart thing. It's a whole, like... It's a whole, like, fall festival thing that they've been working at every fall season, and this is their last one before they go off to college, and basically, uh, one of the two decides that he's finally gonna talk to the cute girl at the fudge stand. His friend decides he's finally gonna talk to the girl at the fudge stand. He's Um, fine to just let it (laughs) die. Uh, (laughs) so, first impressions. I love this! (laughs) (laughs) We, we were joking before we even read it. We were like, well, it's got Rainbow's name on it. Five stars. Right, right. <laughs> Which isn't necessarily true because I've given her stuff four stars as well. Yeah, but four stars is still like... Yeah, like, <laughs> what, were we, what, what did you say? Like, even subpar Rainbow Rowell is still just four stars. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like, nothing's bad. Yeah. Though I, there was like this booktuber I followed for a while and I unfollowed. Uh, she she gave Fangirl one star and I was just all like, you're a dickhead. And I, like, I was like, if you didn't like that, you have no soul. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> you're allowed to like or dislike what you want. It's just, I felt very strongly about how much I loved, loved Fangirl. And I have not read Eleanor and Park yet, but you have. I have, and oh my god, it's the closest I've come to crying reading a book in a decade. So, this book... You're I... not gonna cry. <laughs> no, not gonna cry. But this book, I did something that I haven't done in at least 15 years. What? I read this book front to back in one sitting, set it down, less than five minutes later, I picked it up and read the whole thing again. Wow! <laughs> I, I cannot remember the last time I did that. I set it down and I was like... Yeah, I'm going to go there again. (laughs) Just immediately. I want to hang out with with Josiah and Deja again. Yeah. And it's a quick read. I think maybe like 45 minutes or something. All right. So let's let's get into this. Okay. And and I usually don't write the chapter titles when I do the synopses, but I liked them all so much that I I included them in. Let me just get my notes pulled up. He's getting his notes. All right. All right. Here we go. Pumpkin Heads. Chapter one. Last night at the patch. We meet our protagonist, Josiah, who's bummed that today's his last shift at the Dinox world-famous pumpkin patch in Autumn Jamboree. He's been employee of the month for all the years he's worked. Oh, not quite employee of the month. I think it was most valuable pumpkin patch person. The <laughs> yeah. MVPPP. Uh, and you see in the break room, 
they have the pictures of everybody, and it's like him, and then um, Meredith Gomez once, and then him the rest of the time. <laughs> and we'll cover that travesty <laughs> in a moment. Okay, he's been employee of the month for all the years he's worked there, except the month he had walking pneumonia, which he still considers a travesty. <laughs> um, usually he and his best friend Deja work at the Succotash Hut, but in the ultimate wingman move, Deja has switched their shifts with the employees who work at the Pie Palace. Why? Because that's across from the Fudge Shop, where his crush Fudge Girl works. Despite Deja's disapproval of this admittedly bad nickname, she's determined that Josiah finally talked to this girl before it's too late. I know that it's, it's only like a few pages, but there is some setup here that I think is really great. First of all, um, it's important to note that they, uh, they're they best friends seasonally. They don't yeah, really they don't talk hang out. outside of... No, they, no, they don't. Um, and that's actually really important because one of the things I really like about this is... We touched on it on another book, and I don't remember what it was, but the idea of when you are outside of your regular... It was one of the Penderwicks. Right, yeah, because the first one, they're outside of their regular home environment. The yeah. second one, you get to see what they're actually like the rest of the year. So with this, it's very much, because uh, you only see them at the pumpkin patch, and they, you can kind of be a different version of you if you want to be in that sort of environment versus mm-hmm. the rest of the year when you're going to school and seeing the same people every day and stuff like that. So it's just a, it's a totally different situation. It's like a summer camp situation or something yeah. like that. And I've always found the kind of the psychology of that really interesting. And I think they explore some aspects of that really well in here. Um, Josiah also gets a star on his name tag for every month <laughs> that he was uh, um, MVPPPPPP. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot of them. One, two, three, four? Yeah. Okay. I just, I, I kind of want to just read the whole thing aloud because there's so many uh. like great bits of dialogue. Like, um... <laughs> Okay, uh, go for it. Maybe do like two and three or something okay. like that. I just want, I, I just picked up the book to kind of see where Josh was going to talk and I just kept, started reading it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like this so much. All right, chapter two, Panic at the Pie Palace. Why chime in? Haven't you people ever heard of? Don't let out, Buck. <laughs> Why'd Sorry. you do that right? I took a drink of water. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't bathe me like Okay. So, uh, anyway. Deja is stoked to try the, to try the different varieties of pie. While jo- Josiah is sweating over having to speak to Marcy, he says, Marcy, when he says her name. So, in my notes, there's always hearts and stars around her name. Every time I read it. <laughs> while, while Deja just does the, like, talk to E.L. Fudge or... Yeah, there are some great fudge puns in here. Yes, I didn't write all of them down. Okay, I wrote down my favorites. I'll talk about those in a minute. Cool, cool, cool. I just, I was just all like, I'm going to get distracted if I just start keeping track of how many times she says this. And I want to be consistent and just say Marcy. And then I put like hearts and stars around the name every time. So that's it. Okay, anyway. Where was I at? He's sweating over having to talk to her. Okay, it's getting closer to the time Deja set for him and he can't cope. Uh, they do a little role-playing for Josiah to practice normal things to say to Marcy. He struggles and panics and then, gulp, it's the adorable cutlery clock saying it's time. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a fork and knife. The, the minute in the hour, hour hands. hands. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said second. I'm like, that's not what, that's not what it is. No, the second hand's <laughs> just a chopstick. It's not. It's not, because it's a, it's a pie themed. That wouldn't make yeah, any sense. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Chapter three. Next stop, fudge shop. But stop is about with two P's and an E, just like shop. <laughs> Next stoppy, fudge shop. Shoppy, yep, yep, yep. So Josiah heads over to the fudge shop, which has the best signs in the world. 
we're like a little slab will do ya. <laughs> like there's other ones. I'll 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 read it as well later. Anyway, um, but he's told by the woman working there that Marcy is filling in at the s'more pit. I love how all these different food places have different locations. Like, wouldn't it make more sense to just have one spot that had all... Anyway. Uh, seeing this as a sign to give up, Josiah tells Deja about the setback, but she reasonably suggests that he just go over to the s'more pit. He has 20 minutes left on his break. Overwhelmed, Josiah asks Deja to come along, and she agrees. Uh, it's worth noting that, um, mm. at least in the paperback version, the interior of the covers is a full map of the place, um, and it's fun to, like, check where they are in relation to everything else. Yeah. So, the different fudge names. My personal favorites were Elmer Fudge. Elmer Fudge, I was just looking at that. Uh, fudge Judy. Uh, <laughs> Cornelius Fudge. Cornelius Fudge, I liked that one. Uh, and I think my favorite was Vanessa Fudgens. It took me a second to get that one. I was like, Vanessa, oh, Vanessa Hudgens, got it. Because <laughs> I didn't grow up watching a high school musical, so. Right. Came out when I was 20. And I never I... watched it, but I was of the generation, so I knew a lot you more about it. You at least know references to it. Right. I also like how Josiah blushes. <laughs> it's, it's very cute. <laughs> when he's like, I talk a lot about your face, and then he covers his face. <laughs> Yeah, so Faith is, I mean, they're both uniformly, like, on point here, but I also want to just shout out Color by Sarah Stern. The colors in this are really excellent. They, I, yes. Um, they pop. They pop, and uh, they're just, they're just really, it's a really pleasant um, color scheme that she chooses, and when it, uh... And even when he's blushing, his ears turn pink, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, all the little details. And since this takes place over the course of one evening, it switches from, like, daylight to sunset to night, and the, the colors between the chapters for all that works really well, too, so I just wanted to give her some props. Um, <laughs> they're doing role play, and it's not working very well with Josiah being Josiah, so they decide to switch places. Hi, and, uh, I'm Josiah. <laughs> suddenly, I have a southern accent? Hi, I'm Josiah. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Marcy, I guess. I work on the other side of the park, and I've always meant to talk to you. Oh, that's good. I should write that down. <laughs> I know tonight's our last night and you're working, but maybe you'd like to hang out sometime. I'm a really nice guy and I swear I'll stop acting like such a dork after you get to know me. Should I say all of that? Maybe don't say that last part. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, and I love the pie clock. The pie I clock's like, I want great. that clock. <laughs> I don't even like pie. I mean, I, I don't dislike pie. But it's you're just, not like, yeah. There's some people who are like, oh my god, pie! And I'm like, why? There's like cake in the world. <laughs> Have you, like, never had chocolate chip cookies? Like, why are you this stoked on pie? So, normally Josiah's eyes are regular, full-designed eyes, but then whenever he gets panicky, they're just, like, black Tiny circles with white in the middle. He's <laughs> just like, ah! Yeah, like when he goes heading over there, and she's like, bring me back some fudge! That isn't a metaphor! <laughs> <laughs> I Okay, so, like, through this whole thing, she's, like, on a mission to try all the snacks at this place, and I was like, I am so like you! <laughs> Just in that regard. Mm-hmm. Other, other thing else, I'm nothing like her, but... Okay, so, like, a little slab will do ya, and samples and opinions are free, and girls just want to have fudge. <laughs> <laughs> I love the signs. Uh, I like the, the cute old lady that works there, and Josiah... Okay, so one of the things about Josiah is he cannot stop helping people yes even when he's on this mission he keeps getting sidetracked helping so like he grabs the the tray of fudge that the woman seems to be struggling with yeah. and she's like thanks hon what can i do you for and i just think she's super cute yeah 
Also, their friggin' their friggin' uniforms are adorable. The the blue overalls and then the red flannel underneath yeah. is just super cute. <laughs> That's how you know they're our employees. <laughs> so, chapter four. X marks the spot. EX. EX. Yep. On the way to the s'more pit, Deja needs to stop for a caramel apple. And dude, same. <laughs> Unfortunately, this opens her up to a visit from her ex, Jess, who's kind of annoying, but at least doesn't overstay her welcome. <sighs> <laughs> she's known as the sire she heaves this big sigh there are two jesses that work at the park and so he's like which jess are you talking about and she's like the sire the sire <laughs> uh do i go on the next one <laughs> yeah okay chapter five stop thief a shitbird steals deja's caramel apple <laughs> yeah get used to that and runs away across train tracks deja tries to follow but josiah stops her because hello train she's all for buying another one but josiah reminds her of their fudge mission and they press on he, technically, he goes, but my fudge girl. <laughs> Chapter six, s'more problems. <laughs> the s'more pit is hella busy with kids crowding and fighting each other with sticks. The employee, Dave, is overwhelmed because he says the place is oversold for the night. And also, someone's let Buck out of the petting zoo. And we find out Buck is a very ornery goat. <laughs> but, and, and he also... Drops the bomb that Marcy, Marcy, isn't there because she went out for marshmallows and then was needed at the kettle corn kettle. Uh, he hands Josiah bags of marshmallows and orders him to help. When this proves too much for Josie, Deja steps in and tells the crowd of kids that she'll eat all the marshmallows if they don't behave. One of the kids tells her it looks like she already did. For this bit of fat shaming, Josiah throws down a marshmallow into the dirt and tells the kid that's his. Deja and I approve. <laughs> uh... Yeah, because Deja's uh, allowed to, like, you know, not be a size zero. Right. She is, yeah, she is bigger. And that is the only statement made yeah, in any capacity it. towards her. It's never remarked upon again. Yeah, and it's just this dumb little, like, ten-year-old. And yeah. so he immediately gets his comeuppance yeah. from that. He and I, I love the fact that it's, like, that's, is Every, there's a lot of women in here who have hips. Yeah. It's almost like humans, right? <laughs> just right. <laughs> that we're not all just... All, right. All the best people are seniors. <laughs> I do love every single time that she talks, there is a sigh involved somewhere in there. <laughs> <sighs> oh, you know, they put that chili fry stand across from us. And now people try to feed the ponies chili fries. It's really unfortunate. Ponies are vegetarians. <laughs> there's a new chili fry stand? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then like, like, I love this, like, I stopped by the Succotash hut earlier to say goodbye, but you weren't there. It was a real scene. And Josiah's like, what kind of scene? Because <laughs> that's his hut. And he, yeah, he's like, he has like a, a level of standards for his Succotash hut. So yes. if there's a scene, he's like, oh God, do I have to go intervene? I must save. <laughs> uh, chapter six has my biggest fault in the entire book. Oh no, what? She says, where there's smoke, there's s'mores. Instead of saying, where there's smoke, there's s'mores. Oh, okay. That is that is the only fault I can find with this book. <laughs> Here at the Crossway. False! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I... The, uh, the marshmallow joke is... Not, not the joke it's... Well, I mean, the joke itself for being a mean joke is a well-written mean joke, but the immediate response to it is perfect. <laughs> Shutting and it so, down. Yeah. Yeah. Without getting preachy or anything, just like, that's your marshmallow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just don't be a jerk. Don't be um, a dick, be a dude. 
Chapter 7, Deja Vu, because her name's Deja. Deja and Josiah eat s'mores and reflect on when they first met on the very that very spot for new orientation, uh, new employee orientation. I can't sentence. Um, apparently, Josiah showed Deja a magic trick, and it gets all blushy about it. <laughs> Super relatable <laughs> for, like, thinking of your cringy shit you did, and, like, before, like, <laughs> Yeah, when you like you were known as the blank person, like yeah. probably for that that year he was the magic. Guy. I kind of have to tell a story, uh, <laughs> like when I first uh, met um, this girl Callie that I worked with. Uh, I was like, "Yeah, my name's Mara," and she goes, "The only Mara I ever knew was like this slutty Mexican chick." And then um, I was like, oh, "Okay," <laughs> <laughs> but I realized later I should have said, "Well, I'm not Mexican," and like wink. <laughs> But uh, I brought it up like like a year later. I was like, yeah, I didn't know what to think of you when I first met you because you said this. And she's like, oh, God. And like she just wanted to die. And like that's what she said. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, yeah, um, sometimes first impressions can tell you what a person is like at that time. But, you know, they'll, they'll grow past dumb magic tricks and kind of misogynistic racism. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Mexican. <laughs> okay, so, um, okay, he gets blushy about it. Uh, then he kind of wrecks the moment they're having by remembering that he'd also seen Marcy for the first time that day as well. But she wasn't Fudge Girl, she was Pink Headband Girl. What, wouldn't they have been wearing name tags? Come on, Josiah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Deja. Yeah, Bar- they would have done some sort of like icebreaker. Right. My name is Marcy. And I go to the market. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Something stupid like that. I don't know. Um, Anyway, uh, Deja proposes that they ditch the Pie Palace and go to Marcy. But Josiah is aghast at the thought of missing work. He's the MVP, P, 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 P. (laughs) (laughs) He ends up agreeing when Dave wishes him luck on talking to a girl in his next life. The two friends take off after Deja informs Dave that she's a girl. Yeah. Chapter 8. PSL, pumpkin spice life. Uh, Josiah takes a moment to enjoy the smells of the patch. The one thing he'll miss most when he's at college. After Deja, of course. <laughs> he's like, what about me? He's like, nah, after you. Okay, then they walk out of frame as a stampede of kids <laughs> run from Buck the Ghost. Dude! <laughs> then they walk out of frame as a stampede of kids run from Buck the Goat that escaped the petting zoo. And that is a running joke I freaking laughed every time. You just see this group of people going, ah, and you're like, I know what's going to be behind them. It's, ah, and then employees like, ah. yeah, I love how he keeps adding to it. <laughs> it's the best. Okay. It's like at one point, ten percent of the entire park was either chasing or being chased by this goat. So chapter nine. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, when they finally reach the kettle corn kettle, they find no Marcy. Of course not. Uh, Deja gets some fresh kettle corn and spots a sign saying there's another kettle corn location near the pumpkin drop. Josiah's ready to quit again, but Deja plans out a route for them to take to get across the park. The first place they end up is the Gordy Gulf, <laughs> which is miniature golf, which is probably what you would assume. Anyway, yeah, they end up at the Gordy Gulf where Deja's ex, Cool Jess, lets them cut through. Josiah wonders how Deja's dated half the park while he's made no progress with Marcy. Um, Deja actually talks to people, but Josiah insists that she's beautiful and likable and just naturally attracts people, so it's different for him. She makes it look so easy. Deja's flattered and tells him that every season she's asked to be assigned with him. It's news to him that you can request work assignments, and again wrecks their bonding moment to say he could have been in the fudge shop all this time. 
Ah, Josiah. Suddenly they stop and look at their succotash hut, seeing what the source of all the smoke they've been smelling all night is. And cliffhanger, because we're going to talk about (laughs) (laughs) Or do you want me to cover this next part? Uh, I'll go ahead. Okay, so the thing is, chapter 10, succotash trophy. The pie people are really struggling with the succotash. Even though Josiah insists, they only need is to add water, then stir. Josiah's all for taking over and doing the job right. But Deja whisks him away because twoof. I really like the fact that this has flashbacks where you don't have any visual of the flashback. It's just the dialogue of it. So you you watch their faces of like recounting it and how they feel about recounting it, which is a different direction to take it. And I think that's it works really well for what this story needs to do. It really keeps you grounded in the, this is just one evening. You're never going to see anything outside of this one evening. Yeah. I'm just letting out rid of his face and he's like, I was so into magic. I used to carry that deck of cards. <laughs> cool Jess is pretty rad. I mean. I like Cool Jess. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Okay. He's just one of those people that like, when there's nothing left to say in the conversation, he's just like, cool. cool. I love the fact that she's dated a bunch of people and there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. No, she's, <laughs> she's a slut. Right. It's just like. She talks to people. If she wants to date them, she dates them, and then that's... That's it. It's cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, this was really good at, like, promoting tolerance without preaching tolerance. It right. It's just like a, this is how you... We'll just you, show you. This is how you just treat people decently. Yeah. And if you don't, you get your marshmallows thrown in the dirt. That's what we do here. <laughs> page 93, which is the page when he realizes that you could... Uh, I didn't know we could move. That might be my favorite panel in any comic I've read (laughs) in like a year. He has his hands like on his head. And he's like, you can see that he's pushed all his hair back. back. He's just so astounded. We've all done that move at some point. Like, (laughs) ah. And the the dialogue is so great. Um, Can we do 92 and 93? Sure. Oh, you know what? I need to start. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, Josie, if you really think I'm great, think about this. In the three seasons I've worked at this pumpkin patch, I've always asked to work with you. You were assigned to work with me? The first time. After that, it was a choice. Wait, we can ask for different assignments every season? Of course we can. Seniority counts. Then why are we stuck at the Succotash Hut? Because you choose it every year. I didn't know we could move! Deja, we could have been working in the Haunted Hacienda. Why would you want to work there? People puke in the Poltergeist Tunnel. Besides, I thought you loved the Succotash Hut. I do, I do. But I feel like I could have made a bigger impact in a higher profile attraction. The pedal cars? Only football players work the pedal cars. You have to be able to lift the cars up if they tip over on someone. Well, we could have been someplace other than the Succotash Hut. We could have been in the fudge shop. And she just looks after him. And... But I just I just love that the realization is just sold so well. <laughs> I did not know that. Because <laughs> he's so like... On top of everything at this place. Right. Why wouldn't you know that? <laughs> Suffering succotash. I don't even know what succotash is. I don't know either. I didn't look it up, but I meant to. I looked up Frito Pie, but I didn't look up succotash. I always thought it was just like a type of gourd. It I probably know, is. But, but I didn't know it was like a, a... It's some kind of soupy concoction, I guess, with vegetables? Why is there such a long line for people wanting it? <laughs> Suck Oh. I just know that that's always what, like, the cat said in the... Suffering succotash. Suffering succotash, yeah. An American dish of corn and lima beans cooked together. Gross. Well, hmm. Well, not Not what I was picturing. I I like, um... I actually like both those things. But I don't know if I'd want to really eat that. I mean, maybe as a sad dish, but not like... Right. 
I wouldn't stand in line in front of a big pot to get it. Um, the two guys that they, they traded, <laughs> I, I forgot their names are Aiden and Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do, Josie? Stay and make these people some delicious succotash. <laughs> okay, boys, fine. Go back to your palace. We'll just make a break for it. <laughs> I just love his serious face. He's like, stay and make these people some delicious succotash. What about the succotash? For God's sake, Josie too loves Trump's lima beans. <laughs> okay. Chapter 11, Make Like a Tree and Leaf. It's a chapter of running, only Deja stops for apple cider slushies. Would that even be good? <laughs> that was my, I was like, I don't know if I'd want that. And Josiah stops to help tourists with a map. And of course a stampede of people go running from Buck, but at least he's followed by three employees with goat wrangling implements. <laughs> Seriously, I was laughing so hard. All right, chapter 12, Tour de Pumpkin. Tired of running, Deja uses her connections to get them first in line for the Tour de Pumpkin pedal cars. All the while, Josiah frets that he'll lose MVPPP for blowing off work. Deja assures him that it's really not a big deal that she... And then she spots the little shepherd who stole her caramel apple! <laughs> Deja's ready to mow the little cretin down, but she's distracted from vengeance by Josiah's reminder of Marcy! So Deja lets shepherd go, and they go stand in line for Frito Pie. Okay, chapter 13. Cheesy come, cheesy go. <laughs> Near the corn maze, they find a crying cat child who's lost her mom. She doesn't accept candy, stranger danger, or street smarts, but happily eats Deja's Frito pie. <laughs> uh, they find the mom with Meredith, the MVP peace dealer, and there's a nice reunion. Meredith tries to claim heroism, but Deja gets personal thanks from the mom when she hears of the Frito pie sacrifice. Then off they go again. So I had to look up Frito pie. I'm like, is that what I think it is? It's just chili with like... Fritos and cheese on top of it, and it's served in like the Frito bag. Okay. I I looked at picture; it was disgusting. But like, I'd probably eat that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and since Fritos like a brand, they had to change the spelling. Yeah. For this, yeah, I googled it, and there was like all these pictures. I'm like, oh, okay. And it's like this is a mid a midwestern, southwestern, and south southern thing. And I was like, yeah, we wouldn't have that here. Nah. <laughs> You're not interested. <laughs> the freaking the two panel spread of them running and drinking their slurpees, and then and the goat, and then like the people, are like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then they're still talking about it. Like, I heard he dragged a fifth grader through the corn maze. I heard he ate her ponytail. I heard Mister Dinock put a fifty dollar bounty on his head. Fifty dollars and five free hot dog coupons. Wanted, dead or alive. I'm pretty sure they want Buck alive. He's just a goat. <laughs> Great. But my fun shop girl. This isn't over. <laughs> Meredith Gomez is probably delivering a baby in the corn maze right now or teaching 30 Girl Scouts how to make pumpkin butter. <laughs> Think it's tonight is part of your transition, Josie. You have to move on. You can't stay at the patch forever. Todd did. He's been working at the patch since it opened. Every season. And he's a certified public accountant now. You don't want to be like Todd. He won't even take his mascot costume off at parties. The man loves his job. The man loves wearing a giant pumpkin head. It's like talking to a mime. And we see Todd later. <laughs> Trust me, you don't want to be MVPPP 16 years in a row. Think of how many stars there'd be on my name tag. <laughs> and he just looks yeah. his starry-eyed. His mouth is like quivering. He's <laughs> <laughs> such a dork. Were you insinuating that he's the Josh of this story? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I do like the, the, he's not paying attention to the way they're walking. And then a woman comes up and is like, pardon me, are you in line? No. Yes. yes. And he's like, 
Oh crap, we're, oh, we're, <laughs> we're at the free pie. pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just noticed the Harry Potter people. Harry Potter people. Page 119. Oh, yeah, I see them. There's a woman with a Gryffindor Door scarf and her kids got the lightning bolt scar and a little wand. Okay. <laughs> uh, it then, is Halloween. Yeah. And then there's a woman in a wheelchair. Because even, even people with mobility issues want Frito pie. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> wants Frito pie. Except us. Because we're from Pacific Northwest and going, what? I like eating things out of things that are edible. So Frito pie is not for me. It's, you can't yeah, well, bread. it's because you're environmentally conscious. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they put it in a bread bowl i'd eat it um let's talk about when they find the girl that's lost her mom i said the little cat girl she's yeah. got little cat ears and a little tail i didn't notice that before she's, she's like holding it while she's, she's like ringing it yeah <laughs> the ghostesses came and i ran away i'm scared of ghostesses uh, you don't have to worry about ghosts. Ghosts aren't real. But I saw her trying to eat the lady. But. Don't argue with her. She knows what she saw. I love that. I love that move on her part. That's her understanding of what happened. Yeah. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. Right. Just, just something like, happened, really. Yeah. Like, let's just validate it and then solve the problem. Yeah. Tisha's great. Yeah, she is. <laughs> and then when she hands over the Frito pie to the kid, why doesn't God want me to have snacks? I just love the kid <laughs> logic. I can't take candy from strangers. But I they didn't say anything about Frito <laughs> but Pie. I can't take some Frito Pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she really? makes that face of like, please. Should, the rule doesn't apply. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, when they deliver her in Deja, like, it's very deliberately pointing at her name tag so that the woman knows who to like recommend. <laughs> yeah. Deja. I gave her my dinner. I hope that was okay. Yeah. Looks like I'm suddenly running in the running for MVPPP. I'll thank you both for my acceptance speech. And they're both like, you don't get to give a speech. <laughs> we would know. <laughs> We've won it. <laughs> Just like some of us more than once. Okay. Are we ready? Mazed and confused. Yeah, mazed and confused. That's what I like about these pumpkins. I keep getting older, they stay the same age. <laughs> Uh, Alright, Deja's ex, Tim, greets them before they cut through the corn maze. Deja still has a thing for him, and Josiah hates him for wanting to run the the patch like Six Flags. (laughs) While they walk, Deja admits that Tim dumped her because he thought it was inappropriate for management to date hourly employees. Plus, he looks like he's in his 20s. That's kind of hinky. She's, like, still in high school. Gross. Anyway. Uh, then Deja spies the shitbird caramel apple thief and fucker steals her Frito pie! Because <laughs> she and Josie go back in, in line and get more. They give chase after him and lose him and then themselves in the maze. Bummed, they sit down and You talk. better lose yourself in the corn maze. <laughs> you belong to your Frito pie and never let it go! <laughs> Mom succotash. <laughs> Mom succotash. Ah! Okay. So, uh, bummed, they sit down and they talk about fate versus taking the initiative and making things happen for you. Josiah's all about fate and Deja believes in doing. Then they hear the John Denver cover band and dance. Josiah realizes that the band always plays near the pumpkin drop, which is near the kettle corn, so he can totally cheats and runs through the corn toward the music and they're out. She's like, this is totally cheating. And he goes, we didn't do this for the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, chapter... 
15. Should I just finish this out? Uh, no, 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 no. We'll do 14, no, no. 15. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, chapter 15. Last chance, Josie. Um, at the kettle corn kettle, Josiah finds out that Marcy's took the last hayrack ride. Again, he's ready to give up. But Deja tells him he needs to do this to make Marcy real so she won't be some built-up mythical one-that-got-away figure, you know, like a John Green protagonist. <laughs> so <laughs> John Green has never written a female character. He has just written mythical creatures for the boys to lust after. Which I don't think is fair because I think that was the whole point of Paper Towns. Yeah, it was. That's the only one I read. Yeah. Okay. So we're being mean to John Green for no reason. I mean, I don't really <laughs> like his stuff, but that wasn't a valid criticism. What? <laughs> I said, I don't really like his stuff, but that specifically wasn't a valid criticism. Right, yeah. I just <laughs> He's just known for that for some reason, even though he kind of takes that trope and yeah. twists it. Kind of like 500 Days of Summer. Uh, okay, anyway. Anyway, she doesn't want it to be like a mythical one that got away figure. Probably pretty much in any other coming-of-age male-written book. That's not John Green. Let's not shit on John Green. So off Jizzy. Uh, Jizzy. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna call him Jizzy now. So off Josie goes, running after the hay rack. Though he's momentarily sidetracked by Todd the Pumpkinhead, who mimes something vaguely buck-like, which Josiah takes no heed of. Okay, what are we gonna discuss? Uh, a lot. Tim. Tim's an interesting one. He's got stars glittering around him, and he's like, "Hey, Deja." <laughs> She's like, Tim! And he's like, Tim. <laughs> right. He was this close to calling you little lady. Because <laughs> every, everything he does is like, he's tipping his hat or he's doing a finger gun. or Yes! Yes! He's this close to calling you little lady. He's devoted to himself. The patch is just part of his whole scheme. Scheme? He's got a scheme! <laughs> he's holding his hands like this. He's got a scheme. He wants to run this place like a Six Flags. Tim's the reason we outsource our pumpkin bread. How many times do we have to talk about this? That was a cost-saving measure. He wanted to replace the succotash with stew. He thought stew would be more accessible. Or maybe he outsourced his soul. Did you ever think of that? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> All right, then they chase Shitbird. Who has freaking cargo cargo? Oh my pants. god, and there's just like two... There's just like a whole map of the maze. Yeah, it's a two-page various... spread of them running through the... Yeah. And there's two people making out, and then when they pass them later, Josiah makes this big point of like covering it with the side of his hand <laughs> yeah. so he doesn't look at him. And he's baffled that she's never had a crush on a stranger, and she's like, not until I talk to them. I, yeah, I like how she says that. People all sort of look the same to me until I talk to them. That's when they start to get interesting. That's when they start to shimmer. Which is actually very interesting, because that's usually, this is uh, usually how women fall in love versus men. Because I've, I've heard this quote that, like, men uh, be with the person they fall in love with, and women fall in love with the person they're with. We don't all live in rom-coms, where it's like, no, we have to set you up with someone! Have you noticed that? Like, in rom-coms, they're really obsessed with, like, we have to... I haven't um... watched enough of them to notice any particular tropes. Well, plus it's, like, TV shows and stuff, and, like, the whole point... Like, there's a show coming out now that's called, like, The Unicorn, or The Last Unicorn, something like that. Okay. It's, like, a dude, I think he's a widower, and, they're and like, he has all these women friends and, like, some kids, and they're all like, you have to go out there! We're gonna put you out there again! And then they're, like, trying to set up, like, his, like, dating profile online and all that, and he's like, I don't... It's basically the Penderwicks. <laughs> they're like, no, you need... And he's like, how about he, he'll do it when he wants to? Just don't push people. Anyway. Even though this away. book is about pushing Josiah to talk to... I see why she, she explains why she does that. Like, oh, wait, it's, it's in this chapter. 
it's because like no you need to do this so then she becomes a person to you and not like this mythical one that got away type figure that you're just gonna like compare every other woman to the rest of your life and no one's gonna measure up which as a guy let me tell you how super relatable that is right so she's <laughs> trying to like look no get out of that like <laughs> Please go talk it's to a her. Real, it's a really bad mental space to get into and it's really hard to break out. I want to break free. Because it's like, even as you get older and you start having like healthy, normal adult relationships, there's this part of your brain that never matured past that, the mythicality of it, that it keeps <laughs> like wanting to jump back to and you have to keep pulling it away. I'm nodding, but like, I don't personally relate, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I like when they're they're dancing and how the music is just like going in and out of the panels. Um, like Amber this Robel breeze really of... likes John Denver. It's like the second time. He's Don't you mean John writing. Colorado Springs? I know the I love best. That. I love that. <laughs> the world's greatest John Denver cover band. My mom also really likes John Denver. I didn't realize that that was such a thing. My mom likes John Denver. Do you like John Denver? Contact us hfkpodcast <laughs> at gmail dot com. Someone just comments. It was just the lyrics to Country Roads. <laughs> West Virginia, Mount Mama. If you guys want to coordinate, like, a, a, a tweet feed of, like, 20 of you each sending a line. <laughs> My ex-sister-in-law had that happen on her Facebook with lyrics to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song. <laughs> they got to, as far as, and there were dice in the mirror. And then I noticed everyone got bored. Josiah Templeton, you're cheating. We weren't in here for a challenge, but this damage is the maze. The maze could steamroll tomorrow. We're going to get corn lice. You're making that up. <laughs> Right before they hear the music, um, they're just walking through the corn maze, and then um, Deja says, I'm better with customers, okay? You're better with okra. And then he's like, shh. And she's like, I'm better with customers. You're better with okra. Yeah. That's so cute. Um, Okay, so Todd is dressed in one of those, like, all black outfits with the -the glow-in-the-dark skeletons on it, and then he has the pumpkin head mask. And he is, he looks like the YouTube remix for the Spooky Scary Skeletons, where there's the one guy dancing in front of a bad CGI pumpkin patch. Yeah, he does. Yeah, that's what that, yeah, he like definitely looks like that guy. Yeah, and so he mimes something about the goat, and then he just falls over, and he just lays there like, well, first he lays her just dead, and then Josiah steps over him and leaves, and then he like gets over, like like a painty, like one of your French girls sort of pose. Yeah. And now uh, Josiah is heading to uh, the hay rack, and let's take us away. All right, I will. Okay, chapter sixteen, Carpe Hay Rack. <laughs> Sees the, the hay rack, not fish. Okay, um, Josiah rushes to catch the hay rock, and and Buck chases him. Luckily, Josie makes it, and yay! There's Marcy all by herself. She recognizes Josiah from his break room photos. Woot! Only they begin to talk and. Marcy hates the pumpkin patch. And you could just watch his soul die in his eyes as she shit talks it. Um, Marcy only liked working there because of her friends. And damn it, she got sent all over the park tonight and didn't get to spend time with those she cares about. Which makes Josie have an epiphory. And I say epiphory because of the office. Okay. As an epiphory and hops off the hay rack, even though it's against the rules, but he feels really bad about it. (laughs) That line, I was like, I'm dying. So, he finally meets this girl. Ah, she's a disappointment. She's she's a disappointment from personality, and in my personal opinion, she's not even, like, the third cutest girl that he's talked to tonight. Okay, the hairdo's really stupid, (laughs) but, I mean, she has pretty hair, she's got pretty eyes. Listen, 
Uh, even though they're only in... And again, uh, she's not a size zero. Yeah, but they're only in, what, one panel here. Um, but the two girls working at the kettle corn kettle in the previous chapter, I think, are cuter. I think they're both super cute. Um, <laughs> and I'm not a huge fan of Deja's hair right now, but, like, overall, oh, really? she's really I like cute. Afro puffs. I think they're cool. <laughs> I, think, I think I like one. I don't like when it's two for whatever reason. Oh, you don't uh, like the kind of Mickey Mouse kind of look? Yeah. But, like, I mean, she's I like she's it. cute besides that. And they, they you can wear your like, hair lots of different yeah, ways. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like... The, she's the, not married Right, the most style. easily changeable part of her look today. <laughs> you're like, nah, and I'm not into the overalls either. And you're like, well, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just saw her and I was like, all right, different, different strokes, I guess. But, like, I would have been crushing on basically every other woman working here that they've talked to so far. <laughs> You're like, especially the old woman struggling with the flesh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she just has a really cute personality. So yeah, she, and yeah, that, the, his face, that look of utter despair when he realizes that this girl I've isn't even. so much time and energy right. thinking of her, where if I talked to her maybe earlier, right. I wouldn't have wasted any more time right. on this, because I'd be like, oh, cool, her personality's dog shit. I'm going <laughs> to go over here. <laughs> Well, it isn't necessarily. I found her a little bit relatable, but I think I would have liked this park more than her. Yeah. I so, think it's a really cute place. Josiah, where are you going? Back? Back? I'm on a mission. That's extremely dangerous and against the rules. I know. I feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel bad about it. Uh, so great. Are we ready for the last chapter? I didn't write a synopsis for this. Yeah, so I'm you, just going to have to you can do what I can. Take us through here. So, um, so Josiah goes running through the patch and he finds Todd. And Todd Todd's like, you're <laughs> kind of like this wee response and he asks about the pumpkin bombs which he apparently doesn't know about which we were told about at the beginning which what, what was it like a popsicle or like some kind of fudgesicle that's pumpkin-y it's, and dipped in it's i believe she said that it's ice cream with a slice of pumpkin pie on either side and then covered in fudge something i don't know if i'd like that i'm not a like huge that. i'm not the hugest fan of pumpkin but i'd be willing to give that a try it's got the word bomb in it i will try it it's gotta be a bomb <laughs> So he finds her eating her pumpkin bomb. She looks sad, but she brightens up when she sees him. And uh, he's, she wants to know, gets the deets, like what happened with her. And, did, and uh, why don't like, we just oh, geez, why don't we just do the dialogue for okay. that bit? Okay, Josie, what happened? Did you miss her? No, and I'm not going to. I don't understand. I caught up with her. I talked to her. To the fudge girl. To Marcy. Well, how was it? Did you give her your number? I didn't ask. Why not? Deja, I don't even know that girl. Right. She's just some girl. No, she's the object of your confection. Get it. Confection. Because she works in the fun shop. She was, I know. But now I've talked to her and I'm not going to miss her. I'm going to miss the pumpkin patch. I'm going to miss you. I know, Josie. No, you don't. I'm going to miss you, Deja. Like, really. You're my best friend. You're better than my winter, spring, summer friends. <laughs> You're better than anyone I know. And then he kind of, like, reaches out for her hand, which is still holding the, yeah, the like, pumpkin bomb. don't take my food. <laughs> no, she didn't say that. What are you doing, Josie? You told me to take my shot. Are you about to kiss me? No. I mean, not now. Maybe eventually. Only if you want me to. Deja, I don't want October to be over because October means you. Are you kidding me? No, I'm too nervous to kid. I mean, are you kidding me? No. Did you really spend three years talking to me about another girl just to do this on our last night? I guess so. Do you want me to stop? It's just, what if I don't like you that way? We're friends, you know? 
And he's like, oh, God, this does like face covering yeah. thing. That's so cute. Then we can both pretend this never happened? Okay, well, what if I do like you that way? I don't know. I've never been in that situation before. What if I liked you that way a long time ago, then got tired of waiting for you to take the hint? Shoot. Frame the close-up on her face when she says that is yeah, really devastating. I know. Um, but that whole exchange, I think, is really strong because yeah. it really... Rainbow's really good at writing, making something romantic without it feeling really forced yeah. for the most part. Yeah. It's like, it's just flawed human beings connecting with each other. And I love the, did you talk to Fudge Girl? I talked to Marcy. Yeah, like, he's, like, he finally uses her name. And it's like, it's like a, I recognize the difference. Fudge Girl is the idol. Marcy is the actual girl who I'm not that into. Yeah. And then uh, Buck shows up and runs after, is that the kid who stole her food? Yeah, it is. Yeah, all right. So he's like, <laughs> grows running after Shipbird. And then they kiss. And then they're going to go to Walgreens and get the... The, the discounted, discounted candy. candy. <laughs> <laughs> and then make plans to get jobs next month as Santa's elves at the mall. And there's like, Santa's elves? I love Santa's elves. Me too. When we get those shoes with the little bells. <laughs> now that job I would hate. <laughs> right. And then the last pages or panel is just a two-page spread of them walking away. And then <laughs> the kid getting chased ah! off into the night by the goat. <laughs> But I, I really like that their their plan for the future isn't really big plans. It's just like, we care about each other. Let's just, just see what happens. Yeah. Don't worry too much about it. It's not like that romantic and then the next page is their wedding or anything like that. It's, it's called just... happily ever after for now. Okay. There's a term for it in the romance community. That's what it is. I think I would guess that that for me would feel a lot stronger because it's like a life isn't always perfect for eternity. Nah. But... If it's good now, there's, you know, just see what happens. Life is a lot of things, so. Um, like a box of chocolate. But I, it's just, it's really strong. Like I said, it's the first book in 15 years that I've immediately read a second time. The art's excellent. Uh, the writing is, you know, absolutely on par with the rest of her stuff. I would love to see her do, I know she's doing Runaways right now. Um, yes, yes. So I would love to see her do some more comic stuff. And work with other people like this, like if she wants to work with Faith Aaron Hicks again, who uh, I think is working on the Avatar comics at the moment, which is awesome. Or if she wants to work, I know there are some other really great uh, cartoonists working out there, especially um, women, because I think it's really nice to have them both working and get that whole, like, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's refreshing compared to most of the uh, rest of the comics. I'd like to see her do another little graphic novel one shot like this. Yeah. But with Noelle Stevenson. Who did oh, the cover the... art for Fangirl. Yeah, yeah, and she did, and did Nimona. Nimona. Yeah. Yeah. Has to be like... Cassie a... Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> well, it has to be comic artists who actually draw, like, different looking people. Right. Because it can't be someone where it all just looks cookie cutter people, because that's not the kind of people that she writes. Yeah. And even, like, the pretty, uh, like, unattainable girl or whatever didn't look like what you'd think. You'd think, like, she wasn't... She didn't look anything like I was, like, picturing... And I'm like, right. oh, okay. That right. actually looks like a girl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably known this girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some, uh, I know, like, Fiona Staples and Veronica Fish, who both have done the more recent Archie comics. Well, I'm looking through Valor right now. That's all pretty much women. Yeah, so that's a, that's an anthology series that you kickstarted, right? Yep. I kickstarted the second one. I'm looking through the first one right okay. now. And I was not part of that one. But that one is great at 
uh, diversity of yes. people. Yes, yes. So. so if you got pretty much any artist from from this, it'd probably be fun. Yeah. Some of it's not exactly like my style that I prefer, but it still has like a charm to it. Yeah. Well, since we have uh, some time here, can I tell you the story of the homeless Napoleon Dynamite yeah, I sure. encountered at work? Sure. Uh, I mean, it's cool. Yeah. So I was. I'm not going to make an extended metaphor for this. I was at the register. Okay. <laughs> a guy comes up to me with the newest Star Wars movie, the Han Solo one or whatever, and he sets it down. Um, and he's like, he's like, you know, when I was in California, I worked with George Lucas for a while, and uh, uh, we had been working kind of like the local uh, movie scene. And then one day he said he had this new script from uh, that he wanted me to check out, and it was uh, The Legend of Luke Starkiller. And so I read it like three times. And uh, I, I thought it was really good, but we just couldn't find anyone to, to back it. Uh, so I just decided to, like, you know, kind of move on. But he kept working on it, and, you know, that eventually became Star Wars. He just kind of stares at me for, like, five seconds. And then he just turns around and leaves the building. <laughs> I met a guy who claimed that he worked inside the uh, R2-D2. And I'm like, I don't no, believe you at that's all. That's only one guy that did that. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that wasn't you. <laughs> that wasn't you. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Have we told the story about E.B. White on here? Yeah, apparently went to college with a. <laughs> she went to college with a guy that comes into school sometimes. Uh, interesting folks at our school. <sighs> They're such liars. <laughs> I know, why do we get so many pathological liars? We're being liars, and we can't even say, ah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you never would, but... What was that dream where somebody had said something really offensive, and I wasn't going to repeat it? Yeah. What, what, what was the... The lady was mad that I got frustrated with background noise and threw books down, went, ah! And she thought that was directed at her and stormed away to the other end of the store apparently gave you an earful on the way out and you were just refusing to repeat it. So Richard was like, what happened? <laughs> I have one version of events. I need to hear the other. <laughs> and you just stood there just like. It wasn't nice. And your face was like entirely red and you're just like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, it must have been bad. <laughs> what the heck are we going to read for December? I don't know. Are there, are there good? How about The 12 Days of Dash and Lily by Rachel Kahn and David Levithan? How about. How about My New Crush Gave It To Me by Shani Petroff? Uh, how about Dash and Lily's Book of Dares? How about 13 Reasons Why? Is that a Christmas story? No, it's not. <laughs> it's a suicide story about rapes. I don't want to read that. Merry Christmas, I got you rape and suicide. Did I tell you about the person who came in and she had Offered been... you rape and suicide? <laughs> no, she came in looking for upbeat books and that was on her list. She said that she looked up, like, like upbeat books, and that was one that they had suggested. And no. I was like, don't read that one. That's Did she it. have no idea it was about she suicide? She had no idea. I was like, that one's about teen suicide. Probably not up your alley right now. Wow. <laughs> Who recommended that to her? What an asshole. Should be just Rainbow Rebel and nothing else if you want upbeat stuff. <laughs> well, how, about, how about this one? This one called Jingle Boy. He looks... I'm looking at this ass that has a candy cane heart. <laughs> that's when my my eyes went whoop and i'm like um i can't see anything else right now YA christmas read goodreads list oh good by the way this is sitting at like a 4.3 or something on goodreads so like it seemed pretty high yeah 
I mean, if you didn't like it, you're probably just soulless. My true love gave to me 12 holiday stories. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, let's do that one. And then we'll watch the two films and then like have a whole in-depth discussion. Three. Because there's the original cartoon, the yeah. new CGI, and the live action. Right. My cousin swears by the live action and says that it's like top-notch. And no, I'm, like, I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I like the Chuck Jones cartoon. That's the, like, that's That my... has, what's his face? Boris Karloff. Yes, I was like, well, I just like the way he's like, he took the who pudding. He took the, the roast, roast beast. <laughs> so, so indignant. Think of all the things to take. You took the roast beast. Is nothing sacred. Yeah, it has one of my favorite <laughs> scenes in any cartoon, which is where they're they're sledding down any. Uh, he throws Max off the front, and then he looks over, and he like he just sees the rope going all the way back. He's on the and back. then he turns around, and then Max is just there. And he just shrugs and gives this little <laughs> over the head wave. <laughs> I like when uh, I think Max is like down the hill a little bit, like yep, and he like goes down, and then like he looks, you see the view from Max looking up, and like you see the sleigh go forward, and then the Grinch like this like irritated face, like peering over the side. I laugh every time, and also when it says the Grinch got a wonderful, awful idea, and his like little things curl up. <laughs> uh, we could read Diary of a Kid Volume Six. No. Cabin Fever. Is that Volume Six? I think that's Volume Six. No make this die. All of these are okay. I guess it kind of g- goes with the like upbeat, but all of these are romances. <sighs> Why don't you look up middle reader ones? Middle grade. That's, oh yeah, That's true. more our purview than teen. Middle then... grade. <gasps> Shit! If we if we read Green Glass House, that takes pl- take place over Christmas break. Son of a Francis. I know. Uh, there's a Dear America. Um, and I know that there's a, um, there's a few magic tree houses. There's a, what is it, When Santa Fell to Earth by, uh, Cornelia Funk. I thought you were gonna say Cornelius Fudge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fudge Judy. <laughs> Elmer Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good. She just kept going up with them. Uh, I really like this book. Here's an actual legit suggestion. Okay. Um, Nicholas St. North and the Battle of the Nightmare King, the first book in the Guardians by William Joyce. Oh, God, a series. Well, we won't read the other ones. I know, but like the first book in a series sets up the other stuff and then you're just all like, so it feels like incomplete. We haven't read very many skillfully done first books in series other than Fablehaven. Uh... Don't boo me. You know I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) Sammy Keys and the Runaway Elf. Sammy Sammy. Key's number four. Is that better to read, like, the middle one? If your dog... Mm. Is it it about your dog, Sammy? Then I would happily... How about Kirsten's surprise? Or Addie's surprise? No! (laughs) (laughs) What about Felicity's surprise? How come they all get surprises? Because that's what the Christmas story is. Terrier in the Tinsel? Animal Arc Holiday Special, number seven? What's wrong with these people? Why can't they come up with something good? Volume one of the Incorrigible Children of Ashton Place... Oh, I thought that looked too, like, derivative. It just seemed that way to me. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, really. Um, Kringle. I mean, they're they're making it too obvious. I mean, something that we'd be interested in reading, it just happens to take place around that right. time. Rather than, like, a whole famous Christmas, because I don't give a shit. But, right. 
Like how Die Hard is Christmas, but All not right. Christmas. Yeah, you said. <laughs> There's something else that kind of takes place at Christmas, but doesn't really matter. Oh, I'm thinking something else. Anyway. Oh, Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was watching. I was watching a video about um, Halloween three season of the witch. Now they said like how the Halloween holiday holiday actually means something in that one, whereas uh, Michael Myers uh, movies takes place at Halloween, but no one. It doesn't really factor into the story, really. It's not important. It could have happened at any other time of the year. I have switched my search to winter and not Christmas. See if or maybe what about that's autumn something. or something? Oh, wait, right. Never mind. I don't know why I said that. I meant... I meant Best books to read when snow is falling. The Book Thief. Gee, yeah, let's write it as a light thing about the freaking Holocaust. Ugh. Okay, this is just... No! I'm looking at my stuff hoping something will leap out at me. Is like, hey, hey, you should read this. Free and Merry Christmas! Let's just read Fable Haven 3. I don't know. <laughs> does, it, does it take place during the summer? Probably. It probably takes place right after book two. Check it. Check it. Check it out now. Check it. Is the snow child about children? Or is it like a... <laughs> is it about children? Well, like... No, it's going to be a grown-up book about children kid probably has cancer or something oh it's the same summer sweet it takes place in august what if we just watch eight crazy nights how about the bear and the nightingale by katherine arden which is her adult novel yeah that's not wait does it take place in... it's saying august okay well whatever it's not christmas <laughs> do penderwicks have a winter book or are they all just... the next book in the series is like the the uh, summer gosh dang it yeah everything everything's summer our level of professionalism right now is through the roof. Um, why are you just rec- why are you continuing to record? I was about to go over there and take a look. Well, okay. I mean, well, we, we, we don't time. have to decide on. Something we have right time. Now. I know. Time. I just said. I'm just saying. Well, what time of year does the uh, Westing game take place? What about that Trent and Lee Stewart one? Oh, okay, the Secret Keepers. Summer morning. <laughs> <laughs> It's the very first sentence of that summer morning. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> what about this blue ballet series? Morning of June 3rd. Oh, I need to come up with some ideas. Redwall. Redwall for Christmas. The, I feel like it would... Are there any... Is it winter? Is the start of summer of the late rope? God fucking damn it. <laughs> but there are feasts and people eat a lot around the holidays. <laughs> Fat girl. No. You're not going to eat the real nutcracker? No, no, no. <laughs> Why? I don't want a nutcracker. Why don't you like the nutcracker? I went and saw it and I was so incredibly bored. Like, I was... But there's so many costumes. And so many scene changes. And it's so pretty and the music's so good. I was super You're a fool. Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Neither of us have read that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. Well, I don't know, like, something cool, like, maybe I'd like it if there was, like, something that took place in, like, the medieval times, so it's winter, and, like, the mummers come for, like, the performance and stuff, and, like, something interesting happens there, like a mystery. Maybe I need to write that now. There you go. You're not keeping this in, are you? This is ridiculous. I'm, I'm gonna cut most of it. For December, we're not reading any book. We're just each gonna write, like, a top... 10 list of uh 
so it would be top 20 total, but each of us is running top 10 of um, YA teen books that we enjoy, that are our favorites. We're not saying they're the best. We're saying that they're our favorites. Yeah. So Mar- I would figure the one time we actually start getting feedback and someone disagreeing with us, I'm like, you don't get to tell me what my favorite <laughs> book is, uh, you a-hole. <laughs> yeah, Mara came up with this idea of like, kind of what are the books that make us as adults still read YA? And so we're going to pick the ones that are like, these are so strong that we keep reading it because we want to find more things that hit that. And uh, stuff that like made a strong enough impression on us when we were kids. Yeah. To be all like, I no, this is good stuff. Yeah. That like still stands up. Because I will not be mentioning the Babysitter's Club series. I loved it when I was a kid, but it's, right. not, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, I think most, I've been working on my list, and most of it is stuff that I ended up re- rereading, like, after high school, and I was like, this is still pretty strong, so. Mm-hmm. And then I think we're going to have some some honorable mentions, which is everything uh, that Rainbow uh, has ever written, because she's just really good. <laughs> And maybe even Harry Potter, because do we really need to wax poetic about Harry Potter? Yeah. It's just, it, that's a given. It's there. Yeah. So I mean, I, I definitely would. We don't need to devote any more time to discussing it, because it's just been discussed. Right, it's just kind of, yeah. Yeah. So if you're just like, what? No Harry Potter? It's like, we, it's assumed. you know about it. We, it's we've, fine. Yeah, we've made Harry Potter references in almost every episode. Yes. It's just part of who we are. Right. <laughs> All right. Hello Fellow Kids is hosted by Mara and Josh and produced by Josh. Music provided by Ben Ash. Visit him at benash.com. If you'd like to contact us and save us from ourselves, uh, hfkpodcast.gmail.com. Hfkpodcast on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. And I hope you had a happy Halloween. What, when is this coming out? November 1st. So yes, right after Halloween. Oh. And also the day after this book takes place. Yeah. So that worked well. Hopefully they actually went on a date. <laughs> Alright. I think that's everything. We are slowly going insane. Bye! Bye!